Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about rest and rejuvenation, and it's something that my wife and I have talked with couples about a lot. In fact, we talk to pastors about this a lot. We're pastors ourselves, and we love talking with people about how to get proper rhythms, get rest, get rejuvenation so that you do not burn out. What we don't want to happen within your marriage is to get burnout, and the fastest way to do that is to totally ignore rest, totally ignore the things that rejuvenate, that excite you, that energize you, and just put your nose to the grindstone, pedal to the metal, pick your metaphor, you just go and you do that. And what I really wanna challenge you to do is to learn how to take that breath. Couples that don't know how to take a breath are the couples that just get stifled, they suffocate, and they watch the joy in their marriage go away. So today, I'm, today I'm going to give you five ways, five ways to help get some rest and rejuvenation in your relationship. Number one, this is so, sim- so simple. This is just a coffee date where you and your spouse talk about, number one, what makes you feel rested and relaxed. Simply share what makes you feel rested and relaxed. Talk about what relaxes you, what makes you feel rested, what kind of helps you to wind down and to get some chill going on within your life. This is huge. I'll tell you, when Ann and I first got married, uh, something that I would do all the time, I did this from teenage days to college days, I loved gaming. I was a video gamer and I played a lot of it. And when we first got married, she just flat out said, no more video games. You're done. You're spending a lot of time playing video games when you're at home. And so I just stopped doing it. And then after three months, no joke, three months, she told me, would you please go play Madden for 30 to 40 minutes? Just go play video games. And I, I looked at her, I'm like, why? She said, you are so high strung. You've got nothing that just decompresses you. You need something mindless and you need to go play video games. So she gave me the prescription to go play for 30 or 40 minutes. And I came back and I've been literally a bit rested, a little bit rejuvenated. And now I guess I wasn't so much of a zombie. Now that seems like something very silly, but the reality was um, I needed something mindless every single day. When I got in ministry, I was a workaholic. I worked seven days a week. I never stopped. I never took break. We never took vacations. It was a very unhealthy time in our lives. But I remember having that conversation where she's like, why do you enjoy those games? And for me, it was just a breath away from the norm. And so throughout the years, we've watched this actually metamorphosize into what are the things that rest us? What are the things that rejuvenate us? And some couples don't realize that what rests for me is, does, is not restful for my spouse. I wanna say that again. Some people have never had the conversation that says, what is restful for me might not be restful for my spouse. And so you need to share what makes you feel rested and relaxed. And that leads me toward number two, help your spouse rest and rejuvenate in their preferred way. Help them. Listen to your spouse and what they shared and now find ways to position your week to have rest and relaxation. Like I remember when we were in our young 20s, we had two kids and we had just conversations about just the stress that was going on in our lives. And I watched my wife uh, just day after day taking such phenomenal care of the home, of our kids. And she had made a comment that said, I just don't have time alone. And so I remember Monday nights, I took the kids, we'd go to Barnes and Noble and they offered story hour. They had a snack, they had a craft, they had a story that was being read. 
and it was all free, which was fantastic because we had no money. And that was the time where Ann walked around Midland Mall. It had Target connected to it, so it was a double win for her. And it wasn't about spending money. It was just about walking, having alone time. She would run into random friends and have some friend time. And it was just time without the kids. And so every Monday, it was two hours of no kids whatsoever, Uh, two hours of no me. And so there was just something about listening to her talk about needing alone time, needing quiet, needing adult time that made me want to help her feel rested. Now, what I didn't do was try to enforce on her what makes me feel rested. It's like handing her an Xbox controller or PlayStation controller saying, I do this. This works for me. This will work for you. And so often we demand of our spouse to feel rested in our way. And what we end up doing is we stress them out. So listen to them talk. That's number one. And then number two, help them rest and to rejuvenate in their preferred way. Number three, see through your spouse's eyes. See through your spouse's eyes. Now that you're familiar with their preferences, find ways to help them to relax. And I would even challenge you to try to engage in the type of things that relax your spouse. So you create opportunities for them to dive in, but also try to enjoy those things with them. And sometimes your enjoyment is not going to come out of the activity, but it's going to come out of watching your spouse get rested, watching them get relaxed, watching them rejuvenate. There is just something about watching your spouse get blessed that actually blesses you. It's a beautiful thing. When you bless others, you yourselves get blessed. The book of Proverbs talks about that. He who refreshes others will they themselves be refreshed. It's a biblical principle. It is solid. It is truth. And so when you see through their eyes and you are engaging with them or setting them up to receive it, it really helps them to feel seen, to be appreciated, and it will bless them. Number four, work together to reduce stress in the marriage. Work together to reduce, to reduce stress. This is more than trying to set up those rest and rejuvenation moments, but in between those moments, have you actually took time to inventory your week, your schedules, and ask yourselves, how can we actually reduce the stress so that when we go into rest and rejuvenation, it is not like we collapse And then we start getting rejuvenated. So often people are working and they're underneath so much stress that they spend the first three days, four days of a vacation just vegging because they're trying to recuperate. And then they spend a couple days finally enjoying themselves. What if we actually had a better pace to our week, a better pace to our day, so that when times of rest and rejuvenation take place, you're not collapsing, but you're actually receiving and you're getting re-energized. So sometimes it means you gotta identify stressful dynamics within your relationship, uh, stressful situations within the home. Sometimes you gotta just look and realize you need to start lessening some of the obligations that you and your spouse have signed up for, that you've been a part of. I've had friends that have had to kind of take themselves out of committees, things that they have been, they felt obligated to do as pastors. They just started removing themselves to simplify their life. I'm not saying that you're going to go after a stress-free life. That's not humanly possible. Stress is a part of everything that we do, but you can look at some, some superfluous things that are not adding into your life, into your marriage. There are some relationships that you may need less of in your life in order to reduce stress, some, some healthy boundaries. I'm not saying that you become a hermit, but I'm not also saying you ha- don't have to commit to everything that wants your attention. But work together to reduce stress in your relationship. And then number five, this will be the expensive one. Plan regular getaways. You want rest and rejuvenation for the marriage. 
You need to plan regular getaways. Now, I've seen some unbelievable extremes. I knew of a couple that every month they spent one long weekend away. That is super expensive, but it's what they did for 40 years. That blows my mind. 40 years, 12 times a year, they did long weekends together. You may not be in not be in any position to do something like that, but what you could do is look and budget and plan for maybe two getaways a year, maybe three. If you've got kids, this is where when I talk about dating, this is where you have agreements with friends that says, hey, you guys want to go out on a date? We're going to do childcare for you. And when we go out on a date, you'll do childcare for us. You can actually do this with another couple, another young family that just says, we want you to go away two times a year, three times a year. We'll watch your kids during that time. And the hope that you guys will do that for us. And you can do a bit of a trade-off to make sure that you're planning regular getaways just for the two of you to be alone, away from the normalcy of life. So there you go. You've got five ways to help get some rest and rejuvenation in your marriage. So first of all, share what makes you feel relaxed and rested. Number two, help your spouse feel rested and rejuvenated in their preferred way. Number three, see through your spouse's eyes on why that rejuvenates them. Number four, work together to reduce stress in the normal everyday life. And five, plan getaways. If you do this, I'm not saying it's automatic relationship healing, but it will put you on the path to be rested, to be a little less stress, and to be in a place where you just feel like you are more for each other than against each other. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday. God bless.